0: I've, I've got some information. I've got some information from you from the shipping container. Some dude on Twitter says he's going to LA. Oh, really? Yeah, well, that's it. That's the, some dude who apparently is close to LeBron is tweeting people, telling them trophy time, get ready to all the people in LA. You tweet Kyle Kuzma, you tweet a carry champion. You know all the Laker luminaries. Right, but who is this dude? Like I have dudes, t- you know, they're tweeting me that he's coming to Miami. He's, so. he's some dude. He's he's no Inferno. Let me put it that way. He's no Inferno. No, he's okay. just some dude
1: need to pump up my main man cuffs first of all we like on this show and in life i like to buy value stocks buy them low before they pop right you like to buy low sell high i told you guys about cuffs the legend a while back he, he's been uh, out there. you know. Kevin Durant in his Instagram mentions uh, he's friendly with LeBron. He, he's gotten in with the NBA players. I'm just telling you guys, you want to buy an early NBA stock. This guy is funny. He's interesting. He's plugged in. You've got to kind of read between the lines as to what he's saying on some stuff.
0: Our next guest is an NBA analyst, a basketball trainer, and a social media influencer. He goes by the name of Cuff's. The legend and you can follow him on twitter right there at cuffs c-u-f-f-s the legend in the professional podcasting world the people are represented by two separate and equally important groups the media herbs on tv who never got any playing time and the basketball minds who got their 12th grade basketball shoes from the local drug dealer these are their stories <laughs> Welcome back. Some do show. I am your host, Cuffs the Legend. And I told y'all, there's no other podcast like this in the entire world. And I'm going to prove that.
1: I can't chase no hoes, but I can chase a check, though hey. My weeded loud like a Greek step show I be on point, just like, bless, So That pussy slap, it be hard to let go uh-oh. I can't chase no hoes, but I can chase a check, though My weeded loud like a Greek yeah. step show I be on point, just like, bless, something Pussy shot, it be hard to let go. Let's go. Last hoe I chase, was the last hoe I chase. Spazzin' in it, bitch, this ain't the last blunt I face. Uh, I'm in terse and cakes, my bitch bad and got no waste. Grateful for this shit, I'm alive and I'm okay. One more last hoe I chase, was the last hoe I chase. Spazzin' in it, bitch, this ain't the last Ooh, blunt I face. Yeah. I'm in terse and cakes, my bitch bad and got no waste. Grateful for this shit, I'm alive and I'm okay
0: i'm alive and i'm okay shout out to k camp man one of the most underrated in the entire world some dude show
1: i can't chase no hoes but i can chase a check bro. yeah my we did loud like a greek step show let's go k I be on point just like bless so that pussy slap it be hard to let go it be hard to let go uh-huh. Knew that I was shit, you knew from the get go yeah. Automatic weapon, I suggest you get low Clack. Used to be broke till I got fixed, hope You know that a savage need a bad bitch huh? Can I see the real? You don't want no plastic If you play your role, promise you can have it Long live Virgil, man, that shit was trash. trash They named Louis V, Birkins with the cash in it Cut on mouth, he were doing bad. Condo in the city, I might put my stash on myself. I'm gonna put my last in it. I can't chase no hoes, but I can chase a hey My weed is loud like a Greek step. I be on point, just like bless So, yeah, pussy slap, it be hard to let go.
0: Oh my god, yo, this K campus is so, it's so soulful. It's so spiritual.
1: That pussy will be hard to let go. Let's go.
0: Yeah, Some Dude Show. We got the WNBA in the house again tonight. I told y'all, I'm putting the WNBA on my back, man. I'm going to say it one more time for everybody listening to the Some Dude Show. I'm putting the WNBA on my back. I'm going to say it one more time, loud and clear. Y'all didn't hear me the first two times. I am putting the WNBA on my back. My next guest, she just pulled up to the some dude show from Nashville, Tennessee. She was a two time all American at Tennessee with the Vols, the lady Valls. shout out to the lady Valls in those orange Sherbert uniforms she was the 12th overall pick in the 2015 WNBA Draft. You've seen her on the court with the left-hand jump hook, the right-hand jump hook. The footwork is, is so feathery. One of my favorite players in the WNBA for the Dallas Wings. And I think she might. She just might have the best sneaker game in the whole WNBA. We're going to talk about that. But I just want to welcome to the Do Show, the one, the only, Isabel Izzy Harrison. Welcome to the Some dude Show, Izzy. Hey,
2: thank you for having me on the show. I'm really, really excited.
0: Yes, we've been trying to put this together for a while. The people have been asking for Izzy. You wanted the most stylish. You wanted the most creative players on and off the court. So I heard through the grapevine that you're a big Chris Brown fan, Izzy. So, so let me ask you <laughs> let me ask you right out the gate on the some Dude show would you pay the one thousand dollars for the chris Brown meet and greet issue? oh my god <laughs> are you are you are you shelling out are you gonna shell out the one thousand to get your pose on with chris Brown because these poses have been wild
2: they have been insane <laughs> But you know what? I was just talking to my teammate in the locker room. And because how much of an artist of Chris Brown is, entertainer, everything, I would pay, like, whatever for the tickets um, to see him perform. I feel like that's like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. But for those pictures, I don't know.
0: <laughs> a thousand, a rack, one rack just to get a picture. I don't know. I think it might be worth it if you are that big of a fan, though.
2: Facts. Facts. I feel like if you were like, this is my one only time to meet and talk to Chris Brown, then I feel like, you know, I would do it. I just I don't feel that way. I feel like I could find a way to like actually find him or like, you know, talk to him to have like a conversation and not these jailhouse poses (laughs) (laughs) taken with these fans. But I will tell you something. Some people like charge. Maybe the same amount for a meet and greet and just stand next to you and smile. He's making these fans
0: like, oh, my God, they feel like it, they feel like they about to get married. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> it looks yeah. It looks like it's real dope, though. I think more artists going to try to follow Chris Brown and copy him and do it because, I mean, you can make some extra money. I mean, he don't really need the money, but it's just like it's like you say, it's a it's a time capsule for his fan base. So how you feel about the album?
2: Oh my, I'm telling you, this is like, I play it every single day, every single day. And I was like that with this last um, album. I feel like being able to play a record with no skips, I'm not going to go to anything else until I find something else. And he's the only artist that I have outside of like Summer Walker, honestly, um, that I can play an album with no skips. I love it.
0: Yeah, it's a a dope project. I said the same when I first heard it. I said, yo, this Breezy album. So what is your favorite track? What's the one song that you have on repeat right now when you head into the game, when you're on the airplane traveling back and forth across the country? Mm -hmm. What's the one Chris Brown song that you have on repeat?
2: From his new album, definitely Closure with Him and Her.
0: Yeah, that's a banger.
2: Oh, my gosh. It is. It's the vibe. The song is just so sexy. Like, I love everything about the vocals on it, Um, just how they're. Their talent is with one another. I really like it, but I also will say, "Sleep at Night" is another one I want people to really like listen to because I feel like that's another one of my favorites on the album too.
0: Ooh! So who else you who else you bumping right now, Izzy? We live on the Some Do Show right now. Cuffs the Legend, Izzy Harrison of the Dallas Wings WNBA star. So who else you bumping right now? Chris Brown, the Breezy album is fire. Who else you bumping? Any hip hop? Who you into?
2: Uh, I listen to a bunch of stuff. And honestly, because I'm from Nashville, I really am into music. And the funny thing is, I'm not into country music. Like, they really cannot believe I do not listen to country. So I'm just like, you know, no, Nashville is way more than country music. So I'm really big on R&B um, that's like my go-to. If I'm just sitting in the house, that's what I'm going to listen to. I don't know if you listen to Giveon's new album. Yeah, so yeah
0: I-, I like Gibeon.
2: And I was listening to the album in the car the other day. And my teammate was like, "Who is this?" I was like, "This is Give Yon's. and they were like, "I didn't even know giving on an album," and my jaw dropped. <laughs> like, so you gotta really be in tune to know like what he was doing. But I do hate that his album got overshadowed by because what was coming out around that time? Um,
0: it was a lot of stuff. Uh, West Side Boogie came out. A lot of big artists came out. Saint Chris Brown had just came out. So it it was it was kind of jam packed.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I hate that for him. But again, I feel like with Give Yon, people are going to go back to his music no matter what, because he's just that talented. Um, so people have been giving that album a little bit more play. You know what album I'm not really feeling right now? And I hate to say
0: it. Uh Oh, really- don't get don't get the bees. <laughs> it, it, it's not the B. It's not the B. <laughs> It is not that you would have a bunch of B mo- Don't have those B emojis in your comments.
1: I <laughs> know.
2: Uh, I hate to say it, but Beyonce's album is just, for me, it's not giving Beyonce. And I'm all for, like, you know, artists trying new things. Obviously, like, they're artists. But it's just something so nostalgic about Beyonce. When I hear a song, I know I'm going to play it for months on end. And that album, I just listened to it through one time, and I just was like, it's not it for me. It was definitely giving me, like, Drag show, which is nothing wrong with that, but it's just like I'm not used to hearing that from Beyonce, so it wasn't like my cup of tea.
0: It's very different. It's very different, and my my review of the album, my micro review if I could do it quick, is. (laughs) The album was like, I felt like I was in a different country every song, which was dope to me, but I, I got to tap into it a little more because I'd actually like it. I've just been listening to so much hip hop. It's so much dope hip hop. Yeah. Who is an artist, who is a rap artist that you listen to pretty often that nobody mm-hmm. would suspect that you listen to?
2: I think people get surprised that I listen to rap, period, because when you meet me, I'm very sweet. <laughs> I'm super soft spoken, but. Again, I'm from the South, so I love rap. And, obviously, I grew up around a lot of Memphis rap, too. So I think people will be surprised that, you know, obviously, rest in peace, Young Dolph. I would play Young Dolph every day. Um, I actually got to meet him one time in Memphis when I was younger. And since then, I've just been... Everything that he's released, I've always listened to it. Um, I think Lil Baby is another one people are surprised <laughs> that I listen
0: to. <laughs> little, like like, little, little Baby is one of the best. His flow and delivery, he's one of the best MCs in the world.
2: Absolutely. And the fact that he can be featured with more, most artists is insane for a rapper, right?
0: You grew up in Nashville. You grew up in Nashville, Tennessee. Your dad was a former NFL player. as well-documented. A pro bowler for the uh for the Philadelphia Eagles back in like eighty two. So how was mm-hmm. it growing up in a household with a professional athlete father?
2: Well, you know, when he was playing, I still wasn't even <laughs> born. So I didn't really get to really live that life. I'm one of twelve, so oh, my old-
0: oh, oh, hold on, Izzy. One
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I try to slide that in there.
0: <laughs> uh, you are one of twelve. You have you have that hold on, hold on. <laughs> continue, continue the story.
2: Yeah, so I'm 1 of 12, um, same mom, same dad. Uh, and, again, both of my parents went to Vanderbilt, so that's how they met each other. But when my dad played professionally, I just would see pictures in the house growing up of him, you know, being in the Pro Bowl, um, playing for the Eagles, just multiple teams that he was with throughout his 10-year career. Um, but he never, and which I'm very thankful for, and I hope more parents kind of see this, Um, approach to like when they're a professional athlete and how to deal with their kids. He never put pressure on me to play anything, any sport. Um, but the most important thing for him was the importance of an education. And I'm, I'm really thankful for that because I don't know if I would have been, um, my head on as straight as it would be had i not had that um upbringing you know um, my mom was also a school teacher so she was kind of on my daddy's ass about it too <laughs>
0: oh yeah you had you had discipline from all angles
2: from all angles um, um but growing up on the sports sports side of it my dad um he would take us to our games but he would sit in the back always and he's like a six eight three hundred plus 300 plus pound guy he's Whoa. definitely Yeah, he was a defensive end when he played. Um, Definitely hard to miss, but his presence was always felt. And I think the most important thing that he gave me was the support of it all. You know, I never felt like I had a bad car right back after a game. I have some teammates tell me about that, and I just could not imagine.
0: Having a dad that played professional football, a pro bowler, he was one of the best players in the world in the NFL but mm-hmm. you you decided to play basketball, and you say your dad never pushed you or strayed you towards any type of sports. But your game is so fundamentally sound to me. So your like yeah. I said, your footwork is nice. You can score with either hand. You got the up and under pump fake game. Did your dad actually work with you as a kid when you decided to play ball?
2: Hell no, my dad <laughs> was so big. Like he wasn't able to move like that. He understood basketball and what it was and obviously my brother played professional in the league we all played sports growing up but i think
0: your brother played in the nba
2: yeah my brother played for the pacers um when i was i was still in middle school while he was playing he
0: went to to colorado right yeah he went to colorado holy shit i didn't i never put that together is he that's crazy it's like andrew harrison dan david harrison david harrison that's your brother that's my brother my older See, brother this is the type of content that you get on <laughs> <laughs> the some dude show yeah. like i did not know that
2: so many people say that when we finally um he was a, to- he
0: was a fundamental he was a big guy I remember he was like a big bruising player like he was fundamentally sound mm-hmm,
2: very much so um so honestly I know people talk about like who got you influenced by basketball. It was him. I would go to my brother's high school games. And of course he got Mr. Tennessee like every year he played before he left. Um, I would go to his basketball games and people used to lose their mind seeing him play. And I was just like, Maybe I should try this out. <laughs> you,
1: you
0: you fell in love with the with the electricity and the aura. Like you, it's just something about that glow. It's like a glow. Like I was a pretty good high school player. You know, I averaged like thirty my senior year. But we're not here to talk about me. Okay, but, okay. But, but I remember, like I remember that glow. Like that when that glow is on you, no matter what level you playing, it could be middle school, high school, college, pro the glow is real so you say you saw the glow on your brother and you say yo i, I want to i want a piece of that
2: absolutely like just going to his games and seeing how people just love to see him do what he loved to do um that just he was like my biggest hero i used to be so happy when he would pick me up from school so all my friends could see him pick me up he's seven foot so they just thought he was a giant Yeah. how many years I'm apart like-
0: how many years apart were you guys
2: um we are 10 years apart
0: oh yeah that's big brother for sure that's big bro for real
2: big bro for real so again like i said big family from Nashville. everybody in Nashville knows about us so i've really never had any trouble growing up
0: <laughs> so you can, you can you can try to be modest on the some dude show but just keep it real easy y'all are living <laughs> legends y'all are living legends walking around tennessee nashville
2: for sure it really is crazy I tell you a story I knew when it finally like hit home for me about like how big my family was so I I remember when I was younger I was going to some banquet with my daddy and we all had a dress in black and I'm like what the hell is this and I was just like I'm here for the food I'm ready to go home so I remember when I first got to Tennessee my freshman year outside of our basketball offices there's a wall of like hall of fame names on there and I'm looking on there. I'm like, why does that say Dennis Harrison? And I called my daddy. He was like, that was the ceremony we went to when you were like five oh, or six. He's like, oh, my, oh my God.
0: God. <laughs> yeah. The the lineage is crazy. The bloodline is crazy.
2: Yeah. The bloodline is crazy. It really is. And I just, you know, having a large family like that, it's such an old school thing and it really is rare. Uh, and like I say all the time, I'm such a huge family person. Like I would not 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 be in the position that I am without obviously learning from what my older siblings did. Like I avoided a lot of shit growing up, you know, and they just kind of told me the right way to go. So I'm really I mean, obviously, with God's favor and everything. I'm not surprised that I'm in this position that I am because they just they have helped me through literally everything.
0: You played at Tennessee. You mentioned you play for Pat Summit at Tennessee. You were part of her last class. She had a coach. Rest in peace, Coach Pat Summit. How special how special was that? Like playing for Pat Summit? I know she got some funny stories. I know she was like everybody knows she's a real one. She's very direct and straightforward. But how was it how special was that playing for Pat Summit?
2: You know, i'm not gonna lie when i first got there it was really tough and i'm sure you hear when people come out of high school and they go into college they're just going to be doing all this because in your high school and your town you're the shit. you're the person that everybody knows and you're going to be playing so me being from tennessee and then going to knoxville you know in ut it was just like this is my year i've arrived and you know all this and I tell you, Pat humbled me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she humbled he you.
1: humbled
2: me with the quickness, and I just, you know, I didn't understand why I wasn't playing at the time. But obviously, looking back now, and even the following year, my sophomore year, I had five All-Americans in front of me. Oh, who who was,
0: was, the five- who, was, who were some of the names that were ahead of you at Tennessee when you got there?
2: Uh, so Vicky Ball, um, she's based out of L.A. Hooper, USA. Every, at USA team every year, um, Alicia Manning, Glory Johnson, Shaquina Strickland, who literally just got out the league. Um, and the other senior we had was um, a point guard. So she wasn't even in my position. But out of those five people, four people were in my position. I just couldn't understand why Pat Summitt would not play me.
0: Yeah, you was like, I'm ready. I'm ready right now, right out, right off the street from high school. I'm ready, Pat.
2: Absolutely. So I came, I graduated People don't like to talk about this, but I graduated, um, I would say, on a Friday. By Monday, I was starting my classes at UT. I went for summer school. So I didn't even have downtime after my high school career, I guess, to really, like, settle into things. I went right back right into UT um, and kind of just wanted to be surrounded by literally all that it is. Um, very early. So I'm glad that I did that because I got a lot of my frustrations out of the way in the summertime. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of the freshmen that come into college, they start if they don't do summer workouts, I think it's pretty rare now, but if they start usually where right after that, they, they go through a lot of growing pains and I just was happy. I was able to do that in the space where um, I could grow and I don't know, not be judged in a way, you know?
0: So when did you first start to believe when did you first start to believe that you could make it to the WNBA? Like, when did that first feel like, you know what, this WNBA dream, when did you realize the WNBA dream was a realistic reality for you when you was at Tennessee?
2: Well, I had two moments, and honestly, it started before I got to Tennessee. I remember, um, obviously, I say it now, even though I play against her, seeing Candace play um, <laughs> at Tennessee, that was like, my idol it's so funny because I was walking down the street the other day in Chicago after the game and somebody was like Candace Parker I was like no no no
0: <laughs> I, I, thank you thank you for the compliment but uh no this is Izzy exactly
2: Harrison. exactly yeah so honestly such a soft spot for Candace lover um on and off the court um so seeing her play at Tennessee and then knowing how she got drafted I was like I could see myself doing the same exact thing and I was in high school watching her so that's when I realized like I could really do this. But I will say, when it really set in was after my junior year in at Tennessee, and just a crazy year for me. I had so many double doubles, um, SEC tournament MVP, champions, just doing it all.
0: Talk your shit. Um, <laughs> you, can talk your, talk, you can talk your shit on the Some Dude Show. That's why I want everybody to understand when you come on here. This is not any of the other stuff. (laughs) When you come over here, we're going to celebrate that. So you had several double-doubles. Go ahead, continue.
2: Yeah, double-double-doubles in a row. Um, Just a great, awesome year. And the crazy thing is, I don't know if I can say this, but I had coaches from, like, the league coming to practices to, like, kind of, like, see what it was all about, right? So when I saw that, I was like, at this point, let me just – I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing that and just being like, let me just stay focused. Obviously, still remain humble, right? Um, But stay focused and continue to get my work on the court, off the court, and try to just finish my career out as strong as possible. Unfortunately, I got hurt my senior year.
0: Yeah, I I saw that. I remember that.
2: Yeah, I got hurt my senior year. I told my ACL, like, maybe a month and a half before the draft. And at that time, I was projected to go one um, at that draft. And I I mean, still, ACL injury, number 12 overall that's pretty tough that's tough yeah so again that just I feel like that just speaks to me that I put in the work that you know this game respects and people see it uh and I mean got drafted in the first round and was happy about it
0: so when you played your first WNBA game you know you mentioned that Candace Parker was like was Candace Parker like Michael Jordan and LeBron to you was that like your LeBron and Michael Jordan when you were a kid coming up? Who who was who was on that Mount Rushmore for you?
2: Oh my God, I wouldn't say Candace because when she would come back to Tennessee, it felt like big sis. Yeah, you know?
0: yeah, it, it, it's like so, you kind of had a feeling where it's like we know her kind of like she feels like family for real.
2: Exactly, yeah, and that's absolutely what like Lady Ball culture is about. Um, but I would say Rushmore would definitely be Lisa Leslie, like oh, how not. Yeah, just even just her style and grace outside of basketball, I, it reminds me a lot of my mom. So just seeing her, like, literally go on the court, go crazy, get 30, and come off the court putting lipstick on, hair done, like, cute outfit. I was just like, that is somebody overall is a player that I just love, 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 love. Um, Cheryl Swoops, baller. Baller. Um, baller. um, I feel like I didn't get to meet Cheryl until – Actually, she was an announcer at um, a league that I played in this past uh, offseason, Athletes Unlimited. She was an announcer for the games. And I finally got to meet her and talk to her. One of the most down-to-earth, and she signed with Jordan as well, um, down-to-earth women um, that I've ever met. Um, and again, just to see like a legend like that calling my games and giving me so much like encouragement. Yeah, just, exactly. I, it was just it was just crazy cool to see so those two will be my top two people
0: people forget that Cheryl swoops had her own sneaker way back <laughs> like way she had back. her own Nikes like it was like that's crazy
2: yes way back and it's like when you think about just marketing and advertisement as advertisement and just things for female athletes that doesn't come around a lot so for her to have her first shoe back then no nah, she's she's a go.
0: So you've been on the Dallas Wings now since 2019. What's your favorite part about your team now? Like the city, how the city treating you? How's the food? How's the restaurants, the food trucks in Dallas? But overall, what's your favorite part about your Dallas Wings team right now?
2: So the city of Dallas is like my home now. I swear. I love everything Dallas. It's just the perfect location for me. We're right there in the middle of everything. It's easy to travel to. The market is great for housing. The food is great. The people are good. Um, and again, like you said, I'm four years now in the city. People know me now. Right. So it's like a second home for me. Um, and I feel very, very comfortable with Dallas. Um, with Dallas Wings, like the same thing. I've been with these girls going on for four years now. Me and Enrique been Together now
0: Shout out to Arike She is a certified I said this a lot of times She followed me on Twitter And I didn't even realize that till like not too long ago But I was yeah. like yo She is a certified Cooker
2: <laughs> Yes Absolutely Absolutely Love Arike's game And you know What I feel like Is so special about Rike. I um, Before I got to Dallas I was on other teams And people knew her Before I did And people were always like watch out for Arike. You know, she don't want to help the team and all this shit. And I'm just like, well, let me watch out for Arike. <laughs> yeah. So when I got to Dallas blown away, she's literally the opposite type of person. Obviously when you're a shooter like that and a killer, you have to take shots and you have to be able to make big plays. But Arike is a passer and she will get her teammates involved and she loves to get better. And I just wish more people would see that side of her um, and not just prejudge. And, like I said, I'm a ride for her always, and I always make sure I say that about her because people have that um, notion about her.
0: That's exactly why I created this platform that's different than any other podcast, right? Because players can come on my show, WNBA, NBA, NFL, rappers, any genre you're in in life, no matter if it's entertainment <laughs> or you could be anything, but you get a chance to control your own narrative on here. Facts. And with yeah. the major media, some networks, I'm cool with a lot of those guys. Don't get me wrong. But it's like, you know, the game, you get interviewed after the game. They already got certain questions. They coming from certain angles. They trying to get y'all to say certain stuff so they could put it in the paper tomorrow or on yeah. the website. So it's like everything about <laughs> clickbait and clicks. But like, I'm, yeah. gl- I'm glad you spoke up and say, you know what? Y'all can kill all that shit y'all saying about my teammate. Cause that's not, <laughs> that's not what's happening over here with the Dallas wings.
2: At all. It's so crazy that you said it because I just did like a little interview the other day about like kind of like my overall career here in Dallas. Um, And I felt like the dude was trying to like talk me into answering things a certain way. And I'm just like, dude, I know how this <laughs> shit goes. <You laughs> that's the
0: game. And, that, and that's the game I'm so tired of. So you, I had to step into this and say, you know what? I'm going to carve out my own way of doing this so y'all can really speak your own truths.
2: Yeah absolutely and i think that's important too and i feel like a lot of athletes can't stand doing these interviews because one it's not personable enough right two it's like you want me to talk about the certain the same thing over and over and over, over. And, and
0: over same narrative I, same question, same dumbass questions
2: same dumbass questions. <laughs> dumb questions and i'm just so tired of it to the point it's like just clear my name for media i don't want to do it
0: <laughs> I saw that you got a chance. Like, I saw you got a chance to meet the Dallas Mavericks legend Dirk Nowinski. You got a chance to mm-hmm. meet Dirk. I saw that. Man, how was that experience, Izzy, meeting the legendary Dirk Nowinski, the city of Dallas? Like, he he's, yeah. he's like Michael Jordan in Dallas. So how was that? I seen you interacting with Dirk. How was those conversations with Dirk Nowinski?
2: You know, it's it's pretty cool because, like I said, obviously my brother played in the league. I watched even more NBA um, and that was always a player that I was like, he's not the quickest, but his efficiency and his moves and his footwork is it's insane. And I honestly think it's because he is from overseas. Overseas players and their footwork, I wish it was incorporated into more training here in the States. Yeah, um, exactly. It's super I don't wanna just say it's fundamental. It's like it just teaches you how to see the game in a different way. Um and that is one player that I saw that's Something that I saw in Dirk that I know was pretty early on that we had kind of similar in our games, and uh, I actually got to show a clip—a fan, actually a news channel—clipped together a piece of a move that me and him did exactly the same: hit the rim exactly the same, went through the net exactly the same. Was
0: that the, was that the Dirk fade you took against the Sparks?
2: Yes, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, fun. you
0: I saw you went you was near the you was down by the basket, but you like spin off to the middle and you did the dirt fade and it bounced around. I saw that clip. See, I I watched basketball Izzy. <laughs> I love
1: that.
2: Yeah, that's exactly the clip. So when I got to show them that, again, I got to be around the Mavericks because I did an internship with them this um past off season that I was really happy that um I had the opportunity to do. So that's when dope. I saw that. Thank you. So when I saw him in the back, I was like, I have to show him this. Like This is like a legend. And it was after his jersey retirement, so he could have... I mean, I might not have been able to see him again. So he saw the clip. Obviously, it was like, I'm coming to a Wings game this year. Um, and I don't know, just took the time out to, to talk to me and hear me out. And also, I took my nephew to the game, too. Took a picture with my nephew and just a really humble guy, super sweet and... I'm glad I got that experience to finally meet him.
0: So, Izzy Harrison, live on the Some Dude Show right now with Cuffs the Legend, the Dallas Wings, power forward, small forward center. She's very versatile. And speaking of <laughs> versatile and having versatility, she is one of, if not the most fashionable stylist women in the WNBA. You know, if, you, if you if you heard previous episodes, you heard Lexi Brown. We talked about it. And I asked Lexi Brown of the L.A. Sparks. I said, give me your Mount Salsmore. Who is yeah. the sauciest women in the WNBA off the court? And your name came up. You know, your name came up. You know, every, everybody see you out here. Don't try to don't try to get on the some dude show now. <laughs> don't try to come on my shit and try to sit back like, nah, I don't really be flexing on y'all. Cause I see I see what you're doing on Instagram. Like you dropping a lot of triple doubles off the court now. So <laughs> we we we're, we're about to dive into it because first off, your sneaker game is crazy, Izzy. Right, your sneaker game is very sensational it's very sensational
2: sensational
0: so (laughs) what are your what are your top three right now what are your top three favorite pair of sneakers right now that you got sitting down on the floor by your bed in the corner or whatever what three right now are in heavy rotation for the summer oh
2: that's a really good question you know, honestly, shout out to Jordan for signing me this past season. Shout, to, so- shout out
0: to Mike, man, NC's own Michael Jordan. Shout out to Jordan Brand. That's a great move for you.
2: Yes, thank you. Shout out to Uncle Mike. Um, definitely appreciate that um, that signing. I worked really hard for that. I don't think people realize how much work goes into being signed as a female athlete. Like, and I've been in the league at that time five years. That just doesn't happen. So. I'm really glad that that team saw me and wanted to bring me a part of the team. Um, So shout out to them. I would say my top three right now. It's tough.
0: It's tough. So
2: tough. When I tell you, I just got an elite pack in the mail the other day. I can't go through all of the shoes that I got. Like it,
0: you got, you're saying you got an elite pack in the mail from Jordan brand, right? Of every, some exclusive stuff.
2: Exclusive stuff, and I can't even. When it comes out, I'm glad I can finally wear them. Um, but I've been posting like my game day shoes and my story, and I gotta stop doing that because I get inboxes of like, I'm a size nine, I'm a size 11.
0: Like, <laughs> it's a wrap,
2: I gotta, stop. I gotta stop posting it. But I do like people seeing like what Jordan got going on. You know so-
0: what, you, you know what, you should tell those people who hit you up when they see you wearing some shoes and say, Yo, I need a size nine, I know you got the plug with Jordan. This is what you gotta tell them. Kevin Durant, shout out to Kevin Durant, shout out to KD. Mm -hmm. KD once said in a group chat, I was in this group chat and guys was talking, doing that same shit. Yo, KD, man, send me the KD's, bro. KD said, (laughs) he said, (laughs) he typed a hashtag and said, check. Stock X. <laughs>
1: he said, oh my God.
0: <laughs> He said check stock X, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. You got to really, use that one on somebody. Send the hashtag when they say, yo, Izzy, I need a size 10 and a half. Check stock X, yo.
2: <laughs> I'm going to have to because I'm telling you the inboxing is gone out of control.
0: <laughs> oh, crazy. That's crazy. Everybody trying, to, everybody trying to get in where they fit in, man
2: absolutely and like i said too there's just so many pairs that i just i love i don't know there's just so, is so it much dunks?
0: is it dunks or jordans are you a dunks girl jordan girl i mean the actual jordans the retros are you into dunks more because those dunks are just so they're so sensational sensational they're, they're sensational they are
2: i love me a good dunk but when you sign with a the brand, there's definitely things that you have oh, to. Oh,
0: okay, I see. I see the okay. the, 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 fine, the fine the fine print at the bottom.
2: The fine print, and granted, we are you know with the Nike family, but um, if I want to be pictured anything, I you know I should be wearing Jordans, and I'm not gonna argue them about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, so-, so the bag, the bag is good. We're not gonna mess up the bag, man. We gonna keep mm-hmm. the bag. We gonna keep the bag real copacetic.
2: Yeah, we're not messing up the bag. They give me literally whatever I need. They don't hesitate. And um, if they want me to wear Jordans, I'm not going to complain.
0: So we've seen you on Instagram. We've seen you on YouTube. You know, I feel like you need to get back on YouTube even more. You was doing your thing on YouTube. I feel like you made for that. So i, I seen you on YouTube a skincare lover like myself, you know, it's nothing wrong with a man being in the skincare. I spoke about it with Lexi. I want to have these conversations with the WNBA ballers because y'all take care of y'all skin. Y'all on camera a lot. We got a lot of, we got a lot of female listeners that tap into the some dude show. Like what is your skincare routine? You ain't got to tell me the whole tricks. You know, you ain't (laughs) got to, you ain't got to give us a lot of the tricks, but the street just want to know some of the secrets to izzy harrison's skincare success because i feel like i see some vitamin c serum going on i'm seeing some things (laughs) so like i know my shit you know what i'm saying but so tell me you just give the people a little insight on izzy harrison's skincare routine
2: okay so this is it let me tell you why i got into skincare my mom is a she before she was a at first she was a Nurse. So my mom is really big into health. And I just always remember her like being at her vanity and just being so moisturized. But I tell you, nobody has softer skin than my mom. I just
0: I don't know how she does. <laughs> <laughs> sensational mom, mom Harrison, sensational skincare
2: sensational and i I've tried to duplicate it and I wish I could honestly get to her level because she looks amazing at 66 Ooh, um,
0: 66 you're still flourishing
2: still flourishing and I, I love that so I would say for sure she got me into skincare but my routine, you got it. How, how
0: many steps? Just tell me, because I know some women who got ten steps. They got yeah. they got seventeen steps. How many steps we got, Izzy? Because I'm like a four or five step type of dude. You know what I'm saying? I got my cleanser. Yeah. I got my toner. I got yeah. I got my serum that I want to choose. I got my moisturizer. I got the yeah. I got the caffeine under my eyes. I'm telling y'all too much right now. So, oh my god! <laughs> so just tell me how many steps then? How many steps you rocking with?
2: First of all, I'm glad as a man that you have that many steps. I can't tell you the amount of guys that just do not care about oh, their skin. Oh
0: no, you telling me, dude, it's dudes out here that's only doing like two steps. They just washing their face. <laughs> oh my! I,
2: obviously, I, I do my skincare subconsciously, but when I would post it, I would have guys saying like. So you got to moisturize after you put like that soap on your face. I'm like, yes, <laughs> you, <laughs> you,
0: you, you would out. be surprised. Like we, I know, <laughs> I know you already know this, but I'm saying people in general, they would be surprised at how many men do not know. And don't get me wrong. Like there is dudes that have pretty good skin just naturally is genetic sometimes, but right. it is a lot of people where it's like, bro, I can kind of, I think like even family members or friends, you'd be like, yo, bro, I don't, this kind of, it's going to sound kind of funny, but it's like, yo, let me put you on to this moisturizer, bro. <laughs> right, right. See, you—you were you the perfect person to have on here for this because why is it that way? Because women, y'all, y'all not gatekeepers. Y'all share the codes. Like, of course, some of y'all are though. I'm not saying you are, but some women might not tell their friends or homegirls <laughs> their secrets. You know what I'm saying? As far as the skincare, but with, guy, yeah. with guys, that's almost like taboo. Telling one of your homeboys or somebody like, yo, bro, I got this vitamin C serum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I like, think that's like, why most
2: men do not do it because that's just not something that y'all do. Like, and even if you try to introduce it in the conversation, they're going to be looking at you like, you all a- right. You all right, bro? A- 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 bro? You all
0: right, bro? You good?
2: Yeah. <laughs> and it should not be that way. I tell guys all the time on my social media, like, you have skin just like I have skin. And we all have needs to what we, what we have. So we need to figure out and how to just make it look as best as possible. But as far as my routine, my steps, I have.
0: Seven, at least.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I have seven.
0: <laughs> I have
2: seven, at least. And you, I would you. You, me-
0: you look like a, see, can you do this as a skincare? What we want to call ourselves, because we're actually a thing. We just like skincare unicorns, whatever you want to call us, right? Uh, I like that. So it's like, can you look at somebody and say, as soon as you see that person, you can say. Oh, yeah, they got they might have good skin, but they definitely got a a skincare routine that's fire.
2: Oh, absolutely. It's like a certain glow that you have. I don't know if you see that, but it's like even if you um, may have acne or whatever blemishes, you can tell you can still tell when people have good skin. Now, when I see some people's skin. And I'm like, you don't use anything on your face,
0: <laughs>
2: like, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> sunscreen. People don't even use sunscreen, even in off the season and summer. Year round, you should be using. Educate,
0: sunscreen. educate the the some dooters, all the fans, all the loyal day one some do listen. Educate them about how important more yeah. like uh, sunscreen is. How important sunscreen is on a hot summer day.
2: Oh my God, it's like. The fact, I'm not even going to tell y'all you should be reapplying after an hour. I'm just going to let y'all just start by just using it. Just use the sunscreen. I hate when people say black don't crack black can crack. Yeah,
0: it can crack and you'll be walking around looking like a California raisin. Like, you'll be looking, <laughs> you're gonna be looking great. <laughs>
2: that part, yeah, it's a real thing to even think you're stronger than the sun. Like, come on out, like, just put the sunscreen
0: on. So, give me your favorite item. Okay, you don't have to give me no secrets. I can see what you're doing here. You, you're trying to, like, you answer my questions real good and thoroughly, but you're not giving the people, see, so you you being a hoarder right now. You're hoarding the, you know, the, the gems over there. You're trying to be a gatekeeper. So, this Just give me one product, like you. You you can say the name because we about to get all type of sponsorships. We gonna have to talk off the air about this, but we about to get all type of sponsorships on a high level partnerships with skincare. But just give me one product where you say, you know what, when I travel out of town to my games, yeah, or when I travel on vacations, I gotta pack this in my bag. Gotta
2: pack it and. Oh, I have a really good product. I have a product from Good Molecules, and it's a primer moisturizer. I My skin is normal to dry. I cannot go anywhere without a moisturizer. I just can't. And that's something that stays on my skin all day long. It feels the softest than any other moisturizer that I've used.
0: So I've seen your fashion. Like, I've seen your fashion. I've seen your fits. Like, I've seen you on like the WNBA league fits Shout mm-hmm. out to those ladies over there. Shout out to everybody over there. Guys and gals that's put that together. I see, yeah. I see you and you really, yeah. be, you really be stepping like you really be out here stepping and you putting it together. So do you have a stylist or it just, this is all you right now.
2: You know what? Um, I got a stylist this year, but I don't, I don't want people to think I need a stylist. And I feel like when people say, oh, I have a stylist. Oh, that means you can't dress. No,
0: that's a good point. That's a good point.
2: Yeah, it's literally because I have no time to think about my outfit for the day. Like, I just rather give it to somebody that does that, and then I give them any idea that I want it to look like, and they just go from there. And the girl that does my styling here in Dallas, Adrienne Ross, she actually used to play in the W, but she's a stylist now. She's been going crazy um, as this past year. And we kind of talked about it last year, like partner up and doing some outfits. So I've been doing a lot um, with her this year, and it saved me like so much time. Um, and resources. She's super plugged into Dallas, so she'll go to, like, benches shops um, just to get a couple pieces for me. Um, other designers in Dallas that she knows, so they'll throw in a couple pieces for me to wear. Um, so I've been enjoying that, and then the other designer I've been working with, it was partnered through Jordan, and it was a really dope like concept no other brand is doing this so I'm again so happy to be with Jordan we partnered with like actual designers like with fashion lines and everything um, and we did like Jordan and whatever that designer was so my designer she's based out of New York her name's Kim Shuey and we did a lot of Jordan and Kim Shoe looks this year I did a, a Jordan dress that she designed oh, I brought oh, the we, dress we, back.
0: we saw that one I think that's, that's the one that was black with the red numbers right
2: yeah I brought that one back and <laughs> <Sensational>. that, was- <laughs> <laughs>
0: that, that was a great moment that was a great moment like you you, yeah. you you had to feel like you just dropped like 50 and 20 20 rebounds like you you just know that's a crazy fit that they put together
2: for sure and that was like months in the making and for her to just see like what I like, and I told her. I even got to, like, design the cut of it, the length, what I wanted the letters to look, and she took her own piece, and we just made it a Jordan piece. So you know how crazy Jordan, like, jersey dresses used to go. It's
0: been a minute since we've seen one, right? Yeah, shout-out to Maya. Maya had on the UNC jersey dress back in the day. Shout-out to Maya. So what's on? Yeah. What's You know, you playing the season right now, the ups and downs of a long, grueling season. Mm-hmm. You know, the WNBA season is winding up. But what's on your vacation list for, for the, for the off-season? What's on your vacation bucket list, Izzy?
2: Oh, my God. I can't tell you how bad I need a vacation after this season. Oh <laughs> where, where, where,
0: where are you going with it? you going to Turkey? Where, where haven't you been that you want to go?
2: Well, you know, last year was the first year that I didn't go overseas, and I dedicated, like, all of my time into the internship with the Mavericks and – basketball and branding and it literally worked out because i just was that focused so i didn't even go on a vacation last year like nothing um so this year obviously i'm I'm in dallas so i'm going to mexico i gotta go like i'm going to mexico mexico for sure cabo
0: my favorite place in the world is mexico mexico is my favorite place on earth yeah
2: yeah i gotta experience too many people tell me how much of a good time they have when they go
0: it's just some about it. I don't know how to explain it sometimes, but it's just the breeze. The breeze is different in Mexico. The Caribbean water is like four or five different shades of turquoise blue. Wow. Like, when you go to Cabo, make sure you go to Cancun. Go to Isla Mujeres. Go to mm. go to Have you been to Playa del Carmen?
2: No. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. I have so many places
0: I need to visit. You got to do it. So let's play a quick game right here. Let's play a quick game. I'm going to ask you some random questions, Izzy. And okay. This is called the feud with some dude, like family feud style, right? Okay. I'm going to ask you some trivia questions. And you're only going to get like two and a half seconds to answer. Okay. But here's the catch. If you get three strikes before you get three correct answers, you have to tell me one skeleton that you have in your closet. It could be something, oh. it could be something random, something nobody really knows about. Like even a secret talent or something, right? See,
2: I have to say I can't talk about no
0: skeletons now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna ask you these questions, random okay. questions, and you just got to get three correct answers before you get three strikes. All right, the deal, it. right? <laughs> this is not steve harvey i am not steve harvey you know i still i still got some hair left shout out to steve harvey man
2: oh my god we back
0: on the some dude show we gonna play the feud with some dude aka skeletons in the closet that sounds that sounds scary right skeletons in the closet very scary so i'm gonna put some pressure on you here right you ready? You a big time player. You can handle that pressure. You all you you did all this in high school. You dominated high school all American. All that stuff. You ready for the pressure, right, Izzy? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so we asked, we asked a hundred random people on the street. Name a reason why women crop their man out of Instagram pics.
2: They don't want people know who they
1: with. <laughs>
0: Why? Why is that a thing? Because I, I be asking, like, yo, I see the mashed potatoes, I see the garlic mash, I see, I see the steak. I saw it. I am not lying to you. I am not capping right now. Before we started this pod, I saw on my Instagram feed a, a a lemon butter steak from STK Steakhouse, Ooh. and I seen the garlic mash. It was a female. It was her plate, right? And I yeah. saw, and I saw that elbow on the table, bro. Oh, did,
2: did you the watch
0: or no? Nah, I didn't see a watch, but I saw the elbow and I was like, "Damn, bro. Another Damn. another one lost to the crop." So Damn. so wh- is that the reason why why do women do that? Like they don't want to let like, is it like um what they call it, is it? I heard this thing. They call them like a soft launch now. Like you have to soft launch <laughs> your significant other on social media now. Is that a thing?
2: I absolutely think that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: has, has Izzy Harrison, have you ever soft launched a dude onto your Instagram? Like this is crazy.
2: Oh no, I have not soft launched any. <laughs>
0: in
2: my college days. Um, for me, I you know why I think a lot of women do it. I think they just want to make sure like he's the right one. It's like you see me, I want to post
0: you, but there's something about you <laughs> I that want, I, I wanna just post don't. You. I want to post yeah, you. Yeah, I
2: don't fully like it's not clicking yet, but we're right there. So that's a, like a little hint to you. Like we're there. Just keep doing what you're doing, and I'm gonna fully post you and love you for the world.
0: <laughs> so we asked a hundred random people on the streets, name something. That WNBA fans yell and scream from the sidelines during games. Oh, swing God. it, swing it, swing it, <laughs> swing it. That's, the, that's is, is, are they saying swing it even in pro basketball? I know it's a youth basketball <laughs> thing for sure.
2: No, they're saying they're saying shoot it. Actually, they
0: just want, <laughs> the they want everybody to shoot it as soon as they get it.
2: Yeah, don't matter who it is. You could be like six, eight, and they want you to shoot that ball. And it's just like, what do you want me to do right
0: now? <laughs> you gonna get me bitched out here telling me to shoot it?
2: Absolutely. You can't. These fans will set you up. You cannot listen to them during the game, and they will hype you up. Um, but they, yeah, they get yeah, all they get all sorts of crazy things. And I will say, my, art the fans in Dallas are to this point four years. Like I know most of the main ones. Um. And they will have me. I'll be at the free throw line. They're like, we love you, Izzy. Or they'll be like, we loved your outfit. I'm like, can you (laughs) not right
1: now?
2: (laughs) Please, not right now.
0: So we asked the hundred random people on the street. Name an animal that pretty women sound like when they snore. A cat? Oh, no, no. That is... <laughs> that is uh, wrong. That's funny. Oh my god. I'm gonna give you one more chance. Name an animal that pretty women sound like when they snore. Is it like a water buffalo? You could have said water buffalo. Oh
2: my, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: oh my god, an animal! I couldn't even answer that if I tried.
0: So you're just saying you sound like a cat? there you've been told that you sound like a cat when you sleep. Well,
2: well, I'm telling you, I don't snore like. Honest to God, I do not snore in this How do you how do, you how
0: do you know that?
2: I've been told
0: I, I do not <laughs> snore. <laughs> this is funny. This is funny. Yes,
2: I've been told I do not snore, um, which is crazy. My dad is a freaking the loudest snorer in the world. But I think yeah, every, I, I
0: think everybody in America dad snores. If you really think about this, like what dad does? <laughs> does your dad, okay. your dad be sitting in a recliner? He be snoring like crazy.
2: Yeah, and then as soon as you turn the TV off, he was like, I was watching that, but you weren't.
0: <laughs> you weren't <watching laughs> I was watching that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you weren't watching that. It's time to go to bed.
0: So you're playing a feud right now with some dude. Which WNBA team won four championships in a row from
2: 1997
0: to 2000?
2: Come on. 1997? Um, uh, yeah. We talked about
0: uh, Houston. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. There we go.
2: Of course. We're talking about Houston, which is so crazy that there's not a team for
0: Houston. Yeah, that is crazy. A big city like that's a great market. Shout out to all those ladies, Cynthia Cooper, Tina Thompson, mm-hmm. Cheryl Swoops. So yep. you, you play for the Dallas Wings. And speaking of wings, which U.S. city has the best Buffalo Wings you've ever had in your life?
2: Memphis, Tennessee, hands down. Ooh. Memphis.
0: I, I, yeah. that, that was a surprise though I'm, I'm That's on the board But I've never heard about Memphis wings though
2: Oh my god we have the sauce I say we obviously I'm from Nashville But I claim Memphis as my own. We have this sauce um, in Memphis It's called like a honey gold sauce And this wing chain in um, Memphis called Ching's Like all of the athletes go to Ching's It is the best chicken wing you will ever have In their whole wings They're not just like the little wing stop You know buffalo wild wings it's a whole chicken wing with the best fries and the hawaiian roll on the side like oh it is
0: that sound that sound kind of good so Mm -hmm. name a movie name a movie that makes grown people cry
2: that makes grown people cry oh there's just so many there's so many there's so many why can't i think of a movie right now
0: I'm gonna tell you what movie made me cry is a grown ass man. <laughs> Co- oh Coco had me in tears, yo.
2: <gasps> Coco. Coco, wow.
0: Coco was amazing.
2: Coco, that okay, I'll tell you this. I once I watch a movie, I don't like to repeat and watch that movie again. I'm like that. Once I watch it, I just don't find the same enjoyment as watching it the first time. I will rewatch Coco.
0: Coco had me in there like I was looking around like (laughs) 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 I was looking around there making sure nobody saw me like yo yo Coco is
2: so good but Disney movies will always get adults it's something about that nostalgic feeling of it I think so
0: so let the people know Izzy where they can find you on social media all your platforms you're doing good things that hey you flourishing you killing them from every aspect you coming from every angle like you coming from the WNBA level, the fashion. Let the people know that's listening to the Some Dude show where they can find Izzy Harrison.
2: So you guys can follow me on my social media, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, everything at OMG underscore with Izzy B. Make sure you check out my YouTube channel at Isabel Harrison. Um and of course check out my TikTok at Isabel Harrison for.
0: Let's get that YouTube up and running. You know what I'm saying? Let's get that YouTube going. Go on vacation in Mexico. Get that footage for everybody. But most yeah. importantly, Izzy, thank you for stopping by the Some dude Show, pulling up with your boy Cuffs the Legend. Good luck to you and your Dallas Wings teammates the rest of the season. And keep flourishing. Thank you, Cuffs. I appreciate it. Y'all. It's Izzy Harrison right there of the WNBA Dallas Wings, stopping by the Some Dude Show. Man, I feel like I feel like I have the WNBA on my back. I'm putting the WNBA on my back, man. Say less. Some dude Show, we moving different, man. Shout out to all the women in the WNBA Out here grinding We watching We supporting We gotta bring Brittany Griner home y'all Fuck all the jokes Fuck all the back and forth conversations Everybody trying to argue on social media You getting caught up in the arguments You starting to lose sight Of what's really going on This shit political it's always been political It always will be political We've seen people go to Russia From America Have bigger charges Or the same charges They've been back home The shit is fucked up Fuck what anybody gotta say This shit is fucked up man We're talking about nine and a half, ten 10 years of somebody's life Over a vape pen, over some weed, some cannabis. One of God's greatest creations. And I understand the laws is different over there. I've traveled overseas. I've been to China twice. I was scared as hell when I went to China airport, man. And I I was legal. All my shit was good and I still was kind of paranoid. So I know how I feel to be traveling abroad. Everybody make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. Yeah, she should have been more accountable. I see all the tweets, man. Y'all wilding. Let's bring Britney home, man. Shout out to everybody in the WNBA supporting the Some Dude Show. Shout out to all my day ones. The flourish is real. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Yesterday's price is not today's price.
1: He's certified.